0: 1991, I was the recipient of the ever-so-loving nickname, Tina Lot." Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead, I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal, though. I actually really love to listen, too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays, though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't be off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Well, hello, everybody. Um, I feel like my guest and I should have hit record like. 30 minutes ago because we have been jamming out on all the topics. And I mean, maybe some of it was just for us. And so (laughs) Sarah, Uh, Stokes from Juicy Good Life is with me today. And she has been a connection of mine. I mean, we probably are going on close to a decade, maybe since I walked in your doors and I can't even, we probably should have talked about this before I even hit the record button, but I don't even know for sure how we got connected, but I'm thinking it's through networking through, um, Polka Dot Powerhouse, right?
1: Yeah. Or Ursula. I know we were at sales camp when you were an alum and I was a a newbie and she was telling all your success stories. (laughs) And so, yes, it's for sure. Both of those things. And I also can't pin it down, Tina. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I know it's just been so long that I, whenever I see your name kind of come across and I'm sure those that are listening, get this too. Like you meet someone and you know, right from the moment you meet them that you're like, Oh, we are in alignment and probably could talk for hours on end about so many different topics. And we've been living like pretty parallel lives, right? Like kiddos, I'm guessing we're around the same age. Sorry if that offends you. Um, I do that sometimes I did it the other day and someone was 28 years old and I was like, I'm sorry. Like I'm on top of you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to be
1: older (laughs) than you for
0: sure. Um, and so Anyways, our lives are super parallel and running agencies together during the same kind of time frame, a little bit different clients, a little bit different offerings, but still working in all the same little gray and weird areas, right? Um, I'm doing business and now we're both in kind of, not kind of, we're both in like pretty different Uh, spaces, still using our gifts. And so I would love for you to tell, well, me and everyone else a little bit more about Juicy Good Life, because I've just been like kind of hearing little, you know, spatterings about it and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to hear some more details.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me today. You are just a true, like you're effervescent. Oh, wow. I think, uh, yes, I know. It's not a fun one. (laughs) I'm like, that's so Tina. Yeah.
0: So yes,
1: we have been running in the same circles and just kind of orbiting each other for years. And every time I run into you, it's just an absolute joy. So thank you for this chance. And your podcast is amazing. I'm a total fan girl. And (laughs) so, yeah, I, boy, we have juicy good life turns four pretty soon. And it was born out of every other kind of process that I've ever done anything in business from learning and bumping my nose and seeing that it took literally, I I can't even count the amount of, um, life coaching and healings and, you know, spiritual journey to just keep my sanity in business with Mm. two young kids, literally doing all of it alongside my husband, which, you know, we've worked together forever. Yeah. Um, but I learned so much about how many resources it takes just to stay calm and sane while you're scaling a business. Yeah. And when I looked around for someone to help me, I didn't find it. I didn't find the masterminds I was looking for. I didn't find the coaching I was looking for. I wanted to find somebody who, you know, was a visionary who wanted to scale and kind of conquer the world but also change it at the same time mm-hmm. for the better and be a great mom at the yeah. same time and i couldn't find anybody who was doing it the way i was craving so i just yep. created it and that seems to be what i just do <laughs> you do, can identify yeah. right like when you look for something long enough and you don't find it you just make it happen so the juicy good life was born out of helping women you know create strategies around stress and success and it started as a little Virtual course offering and people would say, Well, why aren't you coaching? Well, I was running our agency full time, um, selling a magazine I had at the time that I had scaled to oh, seven yeah. times its size. Yeah, I remember the women's magazine I had I one really time. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, yeah, I know. So through all these experiences, I was just wanting this. Mentor, and I couldn't find her at the time, so I said I'm going to do this for other women and compile all the greatest hits, essentially, of what I learned to be true. And yeah. so, fast forward, the agency is still going strong. It's in its, let's just say, season of change, and and I'm okay with that. I've hired a CEO because I am fully in my purpose, Tina, coaching women. So I help unbury the world changers. From the mountain of shoulds that we live under, that we suffer under, because when we can have a thriving business and a juicy good life, Mm -hmm. we truly have energy to change the world. And it doesn't have to be either, or it can be both at once. You can have millions and be the mom you want to be. You can have a team or not, but we can hold both the highs and the lows. And that's something I didn't see modeled. I saw a lot of highs you know, publicize the glitz and the glamor of creating that seven figure life. Meanwhile, I'm in my pajama pants, armpit deep into (laughs) Cheetos crying. Like, why shouldn't this be glamorous? And where my, you know, where's my limo? And it just, it just isn't real life. So I'm here to like shatter (laughs) that, (laughs) that image that you have to, you know, have red bottom heels if you're a seven figure boss lady. And, and it's cool if you like that. And it's also okay if you like wearing jammies and still crushing it, Yeah, totally, you can do both. And so that's what I'm here to do is to, I call myself a business breakthrough coach and I combine life and business because they're not separate for us. And I just want to help more women make the changes in the world they want and have their own version of a juicy, good life, whatever that looks like to them.
0: Well, gosh, I could unpack so much of that. I get like goosebumps <laughs> when you said like unbury the world changers from the mountain of shoulds that they're under, like, yes. hello, marketing brain. I love it because that's exactly like, I, I feel mm. it like literally got the goosebumps to be like, wow, you're talking to like literally every woman <laughs> in my circle, yeah. you know, that, oh shoot, I, sh- oh, I shouldn't be doing that. Or I should be like, even, even right now as we're recording this, mm. Every single Wednesday night I have a Bible study and I get together with a bunch of my very best girlfriends and tonight instead of Bible study they're headed out to a. um, Worship night and I should be like so excited and ready to do it, but i'm looking at my list and i'm like oh man I should I should and my husband's like babe what this is like your favorite multiple of things in one night, why would you not go? You know? And that's just it right there. Like when you yeah. you saying that, it's like, oh well, that would be burying myself in more of the shoulds, right? Yes. And so it's huge. I'm it's huge. I feel so like that's like everyday thought, almost like reminder that hey, don't bury yourself a little bit more.
1: Yeah. And we, I mean it's it's old school training. It's not our fault. Like literally we were trained up in the old way of doing business. And I own a marketing agency, you guys, like for me to come out and say, you don't need that marketing, whatever, fill in the blank is like, what? Right. Total rebellion. But it's true. I, I see so many women absolutely suffering and crying or going broke and they can't, and there's shame because they have focused on the shoulds. And then the passion for their business dies. The yep. passion for what they actually created this thing to do is gone because it becomes a cage of shoulds. Mm-hmm. So go to that Bible study worship yeah. fun thing and just set down the rest because you know, you doing this right now in all of your full glow is, <laughs> is where it's at for you. And that will create massive impact. And the shoulds on your list, I bet if you look at them, right Yeah. How many of them will actually change the world in the way you want them to.
0: Yeah. Isn't that the truth? I mean, I, I was just coaching with one of my leaders today and and sharing with her that it's so easy to get sucked into the monthly expense here and Mm. the thing there and the, you know, program here and like all of these things that we think are going to be kind of a magic, you know, pill. Now I'm not saying that programs aren't great and coaches aren't great. and And, and, you know, apps and all of those things to make our life easier, but there's a point that we need to kind of do the full, full stop on and say, okay, did I, did I, did I bury myself in this now too? Did I bury myself in too many things? And now here I am putting myself in a spot where I'm not even making any money because I just spent it all on all these things that were what I thought were going to open up, you know, doors or do whatever. And I don't even have time to manage them all.
1: No. Right? So, Correct. So those are shoulds. Yeah. If they
0: are not a heck yes.
1: Or the thing I I like to ask is this full alignment, no resentment, right? Mm -hmm. If you're making a price, if you know, whatever you're charging, whatever you're buying, whatever you are doing, anything, trading your time, full alignment, no resentment. And we do not hear that permission slip much, right? Like I'm not here to give you permission. I'm just saying we need to give ourselves permission to have a no resentment, full alignment life. That's when we make the money we want to make. That's when we feel good enough to actually enjoy the after school activities. Yeah. That's when we are like happy to see our hubbies. It's yeah. it's just too important for us to not call it out. I'm just here to like call it out now because I don't want to see another businesswoman crying. Yeah. And I see too many.
0: Absolutely. too many
1: crying. And it's not that we can't cry. Believe me, I am the number one crier of the world, <laughs> but I'm crying more joyful tears mm-hmm. than sad tears or more healing tears versus yeah. why haven't I signed a client in four months ty- kind of tears that I see out there in the world, right. you know, right? because they are, they're buried and literally crushed under the mountain of shoulds.
0: Yep managing so many things, but not actually doing the piece of work that they desire to do. I think one thing that you said, you know, in the beginning is working with visionaries and what that Mm -hmm. looks like. And I mean, a visionary sounds like a really beautiful term, but I am one and I know how hot mess it can be uh, because we got visions for days. And um, sometimes after the vision hits, the action can be Mm -hmm. real difficult to take. Uh, if you're coaching me right now, what yeah. what do you say in that moment when you see someone continually create the vision and not take action on it?
1: So I actually like to give our brains evidence because what our brains are the best at, especially for visionaries, when we mm-hmm. declare a dream, when we make a decision, when we say something out loud, our brain distracts us immediately. Gives us a chance to practice what we just decided, right? And so when our brain distracts us, we're either conscious of it or we're in the same old patterns. So I love to say I'm I'm an expert pattern buster. So I would just say, what is it that you value? And I know you are big on your values. I filter everything through my top three personal values first. Is Mm. this love? Is this growth? Is this gratitude? If it doesn't pass that first filter, right? And it's not a heck yes for some other important reason, but those values that you carry so close to your heart, they're not just for you in your living room with your family. This is for your business. Now I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Filter through your values first. And then I also have a tool that I call the top 20. I don't know if you probably have heard about the Pareto principle or the 80, 20 (laughs) rule. Yeah. So I work in the top 20 all the time. So I help women figure out, and you can do this at home on a piece of paper, just draw a line down the center of the paper on the left-hand side, write down your daily activities or whatever, just the stuff you do. And then on the right, write down all the wins that are happening in your life and connect the dots and see what activity actually led to the wins. You will be surprised and count up the ones that have the most. So let's just say you have, um, taking the dog for a walk. Well, m- m- I don't know, maybe you met a nice neighbor person, but it probably didn't have like five wins and people who worry about timeframes. You can do this for the last quarter for the last year, whatever, win time frame you want to do, but you're going to notice for you, the podcast might be leading to 19 wins. Yeah. That's in your top 20. Now mm-hmm. that becomes a filtering tool. So for me, you know, um, making decisions, being kind, And showing up on social media, that's in my top 20. So when my brain's like, but this thing, Sarah, you've got this new idea. I look at my top 20 and my values and that's my Northern star, my North star. Mm -hmm. And really you'll make a nice aligned decision from there because you'd be like, Oh, look at that. It's just a really good idea. And I'll write it in my pretty journal Yep. And I've probably got 3 million of those like you do. Like we have more <laughs> ideas before breakfast than some people do in a whole lifetime. Yep, for sure. And if it's not in our top values and it's not in our top 20, then it's just probably not right now. And it, yep. we can tell our brains, it's okay. You can do it someday if it really keeps sticking around. Like we have those ideas that keep poking us, right? Yes. If they keep Absolutely. coming back, okay. Yep. And to close the loop on the top, 20, just for folks who aren't familiar with the Pareto principle, the principle is one of those universal laws like gravity, where 20% of your effort actually creates 80% of your results. Mm. So there's the should mountain again, right? We end up in our bottom 80 all day exhausted because it doesn't actually move the needle. And so the top 20, if you, it seems too easy, which is why our brains like no way. Mm-hmm. If you just did t- podcasts, I bet you could have a heck of a year. Yeah.
0: And so well, I have literally that built right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're going to see the results because I yep. bet it's in your top 20. Yeah. And That's the cool. more we give our brain evidence that it's actually written down, then I have wins that I can prove mm-hmm. this activity. I've had women who their top 20 includes yoga class and they <laughs> were absolutely floored because they met clients there. They had energy to show up in their business because they went to yoga. And so this helps them with the shoulds. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, I have proof. It's right here on my paper. Yeah. So that helps me a ton. I hope that helps you. That's how oh, I would coach oh. you, my dear. I'd be like, all right, love let's it. talk
0: values and top 20. Yeah. <laughs> go for that. Well, and that's just it. When uh, a number of years ago, I had a business coach that asked me, you know, if you could do one thing and one thing only, what would it be, you know, relating to my business? And literally before she even got done saying it, I said, talk. And that is when I started my very first podcast four podcasts ago. And I knew that if, if it involved, you know, me communicating that it would, it would be a winner and crazy enough, probably five years later, I took my strengths Finder 2.0 test. And in my top five is communication, Mm -hmm. which wasn't a surprise to me really, but it's it just is alignment and what i should be doing should um <laughs> what i will be doing what i am doing you find yourself like i my husband yep. tries, to, tries to uh get me to not say the word need because that's another weasel mm. type word right and so you catch yourself saying i desire Yes, <laughs> oh i love that my new words um yep. uh, but you know when it involves that so it isn't just podcasting right it's coaching which i do constantly it's helping people with yeah. strategy it's you know, being like straight up in communication with people and using that tool, right? Just me being with people. And then I have quality time and, you know, I'm quite the ex- extrovert. So you like pile all that stuff together. And it's like, wow, those aren't, you know, that's truly who I am. It's my values. It's what I do. And so, yeah, it does complement um, my life. And so mm-hmm. I enjoy it. So when people said, <laughs> you know, I, 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 don't know that I will ever do 90 podcasts in a row. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a lot, right? Have really? you got you know you've seen the reel That's like, come on, brain, think of things. Come on, brain, think <laughs> of things. It's like he's so smart. Um, no. I can do that over and over again as I'm trying to come up with content for my podcast. Um, and, and, it, and it truly isn't that hard. Like you said, I can I can thumb through a notebook and be like, Oh yeah, that was I have to share that, right? Um, and so communication is huge, but yeah, 90 days in a row is a lot of content. I've had a couple of friends be like, I need to do that. And I was like, hold on, <laughs> let me tell you what I've learned. So I will definitely be doing a wrap up on yeah, do that uh, episode like 89 or 90 to be like, here's what I learned by doing 90 podcasts in a row. Um, yeah. So anyways, still we'll like
1: super, it's been fun. super high fives to you. Cause it is, it is inspiring. I too yeah. was like, Game on, Tina. I kind of want to do that. And then I'm like, no, Sarah, who are you kidding? Your podcast is the most neglected thing ever.
0: Right. Right. I would say the biggest thing that I didn't quite fully comprehend was that I I actually also have to have time to promote it.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Oh, fair. (laughs) Um, but you know, we're we're getting over a hundred episodes, you know, downloads of the episode every single day. And then the podcasts wow. are growing. And so it's been, it has been a blast. So you will see so many adventures kind of coming down the road after the podcast in 90 days. I don't plan to just like kind of, you know, float away. We'll at least have two podcasts going out every week. Um, so I'm excited about that more people, more connections, more, you know, guest shows, cause this is my favorite for one thing, guest shows for anyone that even is considering of doing some sort of guest type podcast or podcast in general, is that interviewing people, I mean, I guess as long as you're like a decent interviewer, so much easier than prepping content because I get to just jump on here. Right. And Sarah, you and I just get to have a conversation and chat about business. And as long as you're like kind of inquisitive about business or whatever the topic is that you're discussing. Cool. Um, Coming up with all your own content is like, okay, I gotta script this out and I gotta write this out. And I gotta look up this fact. I gotta make sure this is correct, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much point. difference
0: about it. So yeah, I love that. Yes. So tell me a little bit about. So you got you have Juicy Good Life, you have your podcast, you have coaching programs. Tell me yep. like, tell me about those a little bit.
1: So the Juicy Good Life is the umbrella for, you know, the coaching programs. So I have two coaching programs that I do that are a year long because I it's no joke. That's how long it takes to actually see the lasting change. I'm not in it to like kick tires and move on or give you yeah. some superficial coaching and move on. I want you to have your juicy good life. Yeah. And so I have a program called all in, mm-hmm. and that includes masterminds and coaching and even done for you marketing, which I am phasing out because it gave women a permission slip.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: to say yes to what they actually wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. So it
1: was the old linear way of thinking. And yeah. turns out they kind of forget about these magnificent marketing hours that I've <laughs> included. So I'm like, this is fascinating. Yeah. And um, the the next program, which is for people who aren't beginners with coaching. So they've had a year under their belt or they are a coach or they've graduated from all in with me is called glow. And that is truly where the world changers. Like I am not kidding. When I say, if you have a dream and other people don't get it totally fine. Tell me I am your girl. We are going like Mm. you say, I want to do whatever fill in the blank. We're going to help you glow into it. Literally do it. And that's been the most exciting, rewarding thing of my life is seeing coaching clients doing what they said they wanted to do. Because that means we have moved a bulldozer full of shoulds away and gotten them focused and they're doing it. And then they're making the ripple effect in their worlds. Like I got to witness today before you and I talked on one of my coaching clients, facilitating her program, helping women with money, Mm -hmm. with their money mindset, with their money issues, with their money shame. And she said that for many, many years, and now she's actually doing it. You know, the attorney who's like, I want to stop practicing law because I don't like who I'm becoming and I want to help other female attorneys. She's doing it, Yeah, you know, within the span of a year, so much can happen. So that's why I do the whole year. So there's two coaching programs there. The podcast is getting a reboot because it is, it's like, oh, I am so sorry. I've forgotten about you for so long.
0: (laughs) Oh, mine's got so stagnant. Like I actually do 90 episodes just so people didn't see how bad the like (laughs) consistency was prior. It was seriously painful. Like, I think I put out one in a whole year. Like one of my, one of my, um, mastermind girlfriends was like, Tina, I was the only person on your podcast all of last year. This is bad. Like either start it or close it down or close it. I know. Okay. Yeah. So Yes. It's okay. I mean, so it is good. I needed something though too. How my brain works, you know, and the whole yeah. visionary space is, I needed something that was going to stretch me and be exciting. Like yeah. to me, it wasn't exciting to be like, oh, I'm going to go launch my podcast one day a week. Like I, that just didn't excite me. And so, ninety days in a row sure did. And and yeah. you know, I joke that it's like so painful, but it you know, it's it's been such an amazing blessing. So when I say when you talked about the twenty percent. It's like, what do I do? I record podcasts and the wins in it are so massive. Like right now, this is the coolest win. My most downloaded episode this far is with my 14 year old daughter. Oh, and just listening to it. She won't re listen to it. She's like too embarrassed, but just re-listening to it, It's like, I will forever have her cute little 14 year old voice recorded on my podcast. Yes. And all of her dreams and all the things she's sharing about and the little insights she's giving and all of that kind of stuff, like, wow. And she'll remember that. And she's planning on launching her own podcast. Like wow. kids are watching, they're listening, you know, they get it. And so it's like, there's some like not tangible type stuff, right? Like, it's yeah. just like the feeling the connection, but bringing my kids and my family into stuff has been so huge and them even seeing it, right. Them being like, mom what you're podcasting again, you have to go record podcasts again. I'm like, yes, every day or five Mm -hmm. in one day. So I can have a few days off. Right. But they're also seeing that. Like I have a goal and I'm sticking to it and I'm doing it. Like I am actually completing this. And that's how I felt during 75 hard when I did the 75 hard challenge. And that's where the podcast came out of right after, because I was like, well, how am I going to spend all this time? I've got all this time now that I put aside for working out and doing all this stuff. And it was, it was pretty fascinating. I had a, I had a blip. I've shared this quite a bit on the podcast, but I had a little bit of a blip on day 46. I realized I made a mistake. And so when I went to go start over, um, my, I, you know, I was telling my kids and they're like, mom, no, don't like, cause they, they knew how difficult it's just doing it was and managing it. And my youngest goes, well, mom, you already cheated. So it's okay. And I was like, what? you, when did I cheat, hon? And she goes, well, mom, remember when we did the, um, apple crisp con contest and you had, you tried all the apple crisp. And I was like, yeah, I do remember that. You're right. I cheated. And in my mind, I was like, had I not screwed up on day 46 or day 45, I would never have known that in her little, you know, 10 year old mind that she was like, my mom actually already cheated. Like she didn't actually finish this. Like, maybe, or maybe not that she would have thought my mom didn't actually finish. Yeah. Like she's, she yeah. I could cheat too. And so it was, it's those things that our kids are watching like 75 <laughs> hard challenge. I did it for me. And I realized, wow, like it, and this gives me goosebumps, but like it, it like worked for my family to see so many things happen because of that. So I <laughs> love this. This has been so fun. I'm so happy to just hear what you're up to in this world. Like I love the, all the shifts and like all the changes and all of the things. So where can people find you at online?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I am typically on Facebook friends. I know that's showing my age a little bit, maybe but
0: <laughs> that's, that's okay. where I
1: am. I'm like, hey, someday I'll be an, ins- I'll be good at Instagram, someday. <laughs> but I have a very good helper for my Instagram. <laughs> So I'm on Facebook. Also um LinkedIn. I'm working on showing there's my 75 heart is the LinkedIn. Like yeah, yeah. I did a hundred post challenge for myself. And like, why am I hiding on LinkedIn? Oh, because I made up a story that it's my boring resume place, you know. So I made the Juicy Good Life page on LinkedIn way more, way more rebellious I for LinkedIn. Like mm-hmm, okay. Way more juicy. So Facebook is probably the primary spot. Awesome. and um anywhere any of your socials i'm there cool. yeah
0: love it um any final thoughts for uh the people listening now of course i only know where people live i don't know who's actually listening but the people right. that report to me are a lot of you and i right they're yeah. female business owners that are just looking for what it what's missing right like mm-hmm. what am i missing what is that next thing you know, that I need, or what am I not doing to connect the dots? Right. Yeah.
1: And when you were talking about your kiddos seeing my, my son said, mom, you're the most joyful person I know. And that's how I knew I was in alignment. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you. That's the best thing you could ever tell me, buddy. Um, but that leads to the point. I just want all of us to know that our true joy is not something that comes, you know, once a year, when we get to go to a beach, we can have joy and we can hold both the highs and the lows, right? We can have absolute moments of joy and absolute moments of sorrow and still be okay. But what I want you to know is whatever you started your business journey With the whatever reason you started your business journey, go back to that place on those crummy days where you feel like you're tempted to do all the shoulds, or you feel like this should feel better, or I should have more joy. Go back to the whole reason you're doing what you're doing and tap into that place because it matters why we started something. It holds a lot of clues to what comes next for us. So if you started your journey for freedom or to have more joy or have more time with your kids go back to that place and receive it again because we get into business thinking whatever thought it was that motivated us to do it and then we build our beautiful cage and then we wonder what happened so truly my message is like go back to that inspiration gift yourself that again mm-hmm. so for me it was freedom to be yeah. the mom i wanted to be and be the woman I wanted to be. And so when I get distracted or distressed, I go back to her and say, I remember you Mm -hmm. and I no longer want to build a beautiful cage for myself. And it takes a lot of work to a lot of healing. Shall we say work? I don't want people to get the wrong idea. It takes a lot of healing, a lot of self-love and, um, a lot of just trust in yourself that you don't have to do all the shoulds go back to that inspiration and you'll be just fine.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that you brought up something for me when you said that is why did you start? And I immediately get like a block. Oh, and, and the reason is, is I didn't intentionally start with doTERRA. Right. right? So it, I fell into it, which is not something I do.
1: <laughs> right. No.
0: And so when I, when you said that though, what it made me think of is I started my entrepreneurial journey earlier, right? And doTERRA still fulfills the reason of why I started in the beginning. And it was because I had a brand new baby. Yeah. And, you know, she was about one years old and I knew that I didn't want to, I left before she woke up in the morning and I got home with about three hours to spend with her. And now she's 14 years old. Yeah, And she doesn't even know me as a mom that worked like that. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me so emotional to think like, they hardly even remember Tenacious, my marketing company. Yeah, They remember me here in the house, you know, and they're now remember me being their homeschool teacher. And of course I work a lot. I love work. Like I still work Uh a ton, but even while we were interviewing, I like had to full hand up because the door started to open and I knew that they were coming in. Like they're here. Like they can usually interrupt me at any point, but that's, that is why I started. So someone may be listening to this too, thinking, well, this doesn't totally connect or I don't feel so like attached to that. Why go back a little bit further. Yes, You'll find it. There's still, there is a reason there somewhere along the line that brought you to where you're at. Right. So yes. I love that Sarah. This has been so fun. I know we both have so many things on our plate and we could probably talk forever and we will more than likely really need to, uh, be, uh, have you back on the podcast as you're traveling through all of your stuff. And when you get your podcast back rocking and rolling, we'll want to hear about that too. So thank you for taking time. Loved catching up with you and you guys listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Tina talks. We will back be back here excitedly. I hope I didn't uh, push you guys away from thinking I'm not excited about my podcast. I love it. I love you guys for listening and let's continue the conversation over on Instagram. It's my favorite spot to hang out at Tina Pettis anywhere. And we'll be back here tomorrow. Bye guys.